pretty has resumed. I'm your host, Dr. T. I'm your host, T. That's not all you're going to say. <laughs> I hope you have. <laughs> we are back live. And what's <laughs> cooking on the gridiron? A lot of four notes. <laughs> A lot of four notes. <laughs> You might have to go yeah, that way. What are you talking about, Brady? <laughs> you gotta continue. You can't just say what. <laughs> Fuck's sake, Shane. Oh my days. Um, no, wait, wait, wait. Just shut the fuck up for a minute. Yeah, you have to read off the script, though. I get to say whatever you're saying. Thanks for having us. Stop it there. What's cooking on the ground? I'm proudly sponsored by Smokes Poutine. <laughs> Lot of four and outs. Don't complain. Just smile and take the money. Smile away, boys. <laughs> Welcome to What's Cooking on the Gridiron. This is your host, T, signing in. And thanks for joining myself, my illustrious co-host, Davis. And on today's show, um, our Gridiron boys, Shane Pocket Equities and Marty the Aussie. We will chat about the Super Bowl and the repeat uh, champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. And of course, we'll chat about the San Francisco 49ers. And let's not forget our KC celebration grill off where I will be cooking up barbecue chicken flatbread on the real gridiron griddle. Remember to subscribe and enjoy our show. Welcome to What's Cooking on the Gridiron with your hosts, T and Davis. Join us, along with the Gridiron Boys, as we chat about fantasy football and cook up and mix up some of the latest trending food and cocktails. Welcome, everybody. Congratulations to Patty Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs on back-to-back win Super Bowl champs. And condolences to all those affected by the tragedy that happened during the parade. A time that was supposed to be a great day of celebration ended up being a day of mourning. Our deepest sympathy to the victims and families of the tragedy and the entire community of Kansas City. Our prayers go out to all of them. Thanks to our subscribers and followers for joining us today. And welcome Shane and Marty. Great to have you guys here. Pleasure to be here. First of many to come, hopefully, T. Marty, you've been obsessed lately with watching the COD League. I saw the stage one majors, uh, or major, which was the first of the four, I guess, that was in Boston. Yep. You're watching that on your phone. Uh, we, were, you, we were talking and you were saying uh, Toronto Ultra came up on top of that. Now there's three more, uh, with the next one being in Miami, and then the following one being in Toronto. I think it's in May, and then the, the championships in Vegas. Uh, Marty, any chance you're going to go to Toronto and catch it live? Yeah, I was actually looking at uh, heading to the Miami one, which is uh, the next one. But uh, just too much going on this year. Couldn't get the vacation to do that. So uh, the Toronto one would be great. But uh, who knows? We'll have to see. But yeah, the Ultra Boys played really well. Uh, they're the best team in the league. Uh, so let's get into this uh, Casey 25, San Fran 22. Let's talk the first half, first quarter, zip, zip. San Fran had the ball first. We saw CMC four out of five plays until he fumbled on the KC 27. Then we saw KC go four and out. San Fran gets the ball back, takes two bad penalties and has to punt. KC gets the ball and punts. San Fran takes it down to the KC 37. 
And then at the start of the second quarter, they get a field goal, making it three, nothing. Yeah. Look, I was at a buddy's house. It was actually a few of us there were watching. And uh, I was thinking worst possible game, like zero, zero in a Super Bowl at the end of the first. It was zero, zero, right? Yeah. 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 yeah uh, it flipped over to three, zero. Yeah. Like that's just, it just wasn't good watching. Um, and we all bet the over, of course, because who bets the under in the Super Bowl? Well, I actually took the under, and I was loving the first one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, there you go. Shout out to our underwriters out there. <laughs> but, uh, but firstly, I want to rewind back to that national anthem. I don't know if any of you guys bet on the national anthem over-under. Mm -hmm. I did, but I caught the over-under 30 minutes before kickoff, and FanDuel changed it to 95 and a half. So I know a lot of my buddies that were there had it at 90, and we all took the under because I was preaching the under. I got it at 95 and a half and the over-under was, and it came in at 95. So I got it home. Everyone else didn't. So I don't know if you guys bet on it. No, no. I, I just went on the coin flip and, and I know I, I chose heads and I know you guys were busting my balls for, because you had some kind of freaking saying about it's always tails. And yeah, that tails so, never fails. Yeah. Tails never fails. Yeah. Well, it did. It did. But it did. And so I, I, I beat that one on that one anyways. But uh, yeah, back to that first quarter. Look, even first drive, no surprise to see CMC get all the touches. You know, he's a superstar. He's the guy, so you got to give him the ball, especially in these big games. But uh, the fumble, not like him, happens though. Happened back to KC on the return, so not a big deal. But yeah, first quarter was a bit of a ball fest, that's for sure. Yeah, and then they, you know, then you know, they got San Fran just finished up their drive and got the field goal right in the start of the second, and then it ended up being three nothing. So then KC gets the ball, they march down, and Hardman makes a big play, like a fifty-two yarder. But then Pachenko drop fumbles the ball and first and goal. Then the game goes San Fran punts, Casey punts. Uh, then San Fran scores a TD, a 21-yarder, a wild trick play, but not from Purdy, but from their wide receivers, Jennings. And then it's 10-0. Um, Davis, uh, cue up that trick play. Purdy slings a cross-field throw to wide receiver Jennings, who then throws it back across the field to McCaffrey. He makes a quick move and runs for a 21-yard TD. It was quite a sweet little double pass play. Uh, that was a pretty nifty play. I'm thinking four minutes and a bit left in the half, and I picked San Fran to lead at half. So I was pretty set up for then. I mean, I picked KC to win at the end. Well, still boring game. We had one touchdown, which was uh, CMC, which I was happy because I did bet on McCaffrey to score a first half touchdown. So at this stage, my bets weren't looking too bad. Um accidentally I bet on Pacheco to hit the under for rushing yards. And a few of the boys I was with were saying that Pacheco for MVP. So I was kind of riding the opposite of them. Uh, um, got it like 33 yards and he was well under at half. So that's another bet hit. So I was, I was pretty happy, but yeah, by the uh, end of the first half, I was kind of thinking, let's go, let's get Usher out here. We need something different to change <laughs> it up. That's for sure. Um, yeah, trick play was all right. Um, it's not the first time you've seen it in the Super Bowl, so like nothing special. This is crazy. Um, this is crazy. But but you know what? You uh, you got a guy like Christian McCaffrey. He does special plays. Just give him the ball. He's gonna score. Marty, it's a sick play. First half touchdown. I also wanted to ride it. Didn't get in. <laughs> now let's just let's just say it was a pretty average throw. It could have been a pick six. It was uh, it was a design play, but tell you what, it, it wasn't smooth anyway. Yeah. When I was watching it, it definitely looked like he wasn't getting more than five yards, and they actually took it to the house. So that's kind of cool. CMC did CMC things, but um, 
Yeah, I had uh, Christian McCaffrey over 30 yards first half. He did 30 in each half, and he just squeaked by. Is that rushing and receiving? Or... Just rushing. Yeah, yeah. When I when I was looking at half, it said 29, so they must have gave him the 30. I don't know, because it paid out. So... Don't complain. Just smile and take the money. Smile away, boys. <laughs> okay, so to finish off the first half, Casey marches down and settles for a field goal. At half, San Fran 10, KC 3. Uh, we saw a defensive game with a couple of fumbles and a couple of moments. So let's look at these moments. Um, the first uh, we're going to look up is uh, the Greenlaw injury. Uh, Davis, uh, fire that one up. Greenlaw is on the sideline. Number 57. He's excited to get back in the game. But he is down. One wrong move and he tears his Achilles. This is so unfortunate. That's a huge loss. Greenlaw's injures himself, leaving the sideline. It's nine minutes and 16 seconds left in the second half. The defense had um, forced two punts. Uh, they've had forced a fumble in the red zone. Greenlaw is second on the team with ta for tackles uh, with 120, even though they have Nick Bosa and Fred Warner. You know, Greenlaw has been doing his thing all season. <laughs> It's been one of their best players. It's a huge loss just to kind of give KC some momentum back. You know, Pat was just shit the whole first half. <laughs> Anyone that said otherwise, like, bring it up with me. We'll have a discussion. But anyways, yeah, losing Greenlaw, it's a huge momentum swing. Um, it definitely kind of shook up San Fran's defense, even though they have Fred Warner, Nick Bosa. You got some good guys back there, but... Um, just losing one of your star players, it uh, definitely hurts. Um, they kept it close in the second half, but uh, still there's just some gaps in the middle there. People not making their coverage just kind of affected them there. So Yeah, I, I definitely agree on that. Um, and the other um, moment that we'll say we had in the, in the first half, uh, I'm not going to play the video on this because this video has been kind of overplayed a million times in memes and everything like that. Uh, but the other moment in the first half was uh, Travis Kelsey's outburst on Coach Big Red, um, who was caught off guard and, and obviously off balance. I don't want to get into this too much because it's been beaten to death already on, on everybody else's podcast and everybody's little uh, videos. But I think he crossed the line, even though I think it's part of the game and you get pumped up and get riled up. But, uh, you know, you, you kind of have to control it a little bit to somewhat. I know Shane... <laughs> What are your thoughts? Because I, I know you, you think he's a big D-bag. Yeah. What can you say about him? His brother's the GOAT. Travis is kind of getting carried away in the spotlight, but uh, he is a friend of the pod, so I'll keep my comments light. Who knows? He might be tuning in this <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, we, yeah, we don't want new heights coming after us, right? So, no, not, a, not but, at all. Uh, you know, you get riled up during the game. Emotions are high. I know when I play touch football, sometimes I can't control myself on the sideline. With coach, so, uh, <laughs> I'm getting touched. <laughs> I'm getting touched. Don't worry about that. True that. We'll just leave it at that. Now, I learned during the halftime, because when we were watching the, the feed for the show on uh, The Zone, they, uh, we got the Canadian feed. So we didn't get, obviously, we missed out on the commercials, the good commercials, and I didn't even see Gronk kick. So during the halftime, we learned that uh, Gronk had missed the fucking field again, missed the whole field goal again. Uh, so he didn't get any redemption. I mean, it's only 25 yards, and he misses it wide right. Um, okay, I think uh, Davis has a clip of that. Davis, uh, 
play the shitty kick. Gronk is back here for redemption. He has practiced and looks focused. He kicks, it's got the distance, but oh no. It's wide right, he blew it again the dumb fuck. There goes that bet, should have taken the miss. Marty is definitely making these. So he had the height, but just missed it right. I think last year he missed it left. So I know Marty's going to be making this field goal. I know once the weather warms up, he's going to be heading out practicing and we're going to have a Marty redemption kick for Gronk. He's going to be out there and we're going to do some recordings out there and uh, we're going to see if he actually can uh, make it when uh, Gronk fucking couldn't. Yeah, look, I'd love a little redemption shot, a little what's cooking on the gridiron kick of destiny part two, part three, <laughs> maybe next. Uh, and he will be paying out all bets that didn't hit from the Gronk <laughs> yeah, miss. So yeah, yeah. that's not happening. Are we yeah. getting paid as well? Uh, yeah. <laughs> look, he missed it back to back years. It's a bit sus if you ask me. Uh, he's been, I know he's been practicing too. He didn't just turn up on the day and kick it. So from 25 yards with a bit of practice for an NFL play, probably should hit it. So who knows? It's sponsored by FanDuel and stuff. So we never know what's going on. Um, but you know, I do see Pat McAfee does the uh, the college. He gets the college kids when at the college games. He goes against yeah. random people to have a go, and like ninety five percent of a mess. So I guess it is harder than it looks, and that's why you know kickers get paid what they get paid to do. But it's uh, it is what it is. But on another note, I do want to say Travis Kelsey supporter over here. I'm not joining in on the uh, on the hate train over here. I'll, I'll no, leave no that to Dane. No Kelsey uh, smashing. Yeah, there, I'm so. I'm on the uh, Travis Kelsey love train. So. <laughs> Just getting that straight. Uh, okay, now that since we were talking uh, halftime, um, we're gonna do this little uh, Aussie word of the day with Marty, and uh, Shane and I will uh, try to guess what the fuck he's saying. So Marty, give us the word. Cool. So I've got a couple. Just to keep the boys on their toes. Hey Shane, um, stop googling that. What the answer is going to be? See. He's just chucking <laughs> on the Google. He's got Google cheap. speech going, which is insane. <laughs> uh, we'll start off with you know what? We'll start off with an easy one, one that I think Todd will get. Shane, I'm not convinced on, but no surprises there. Uh, we'll start with Sheila. What do you think a Sheila is? I think Todd will know this. Sheila, I'm saying it's something you take the wall off a sheep with. <laughs> interesting todd i think i think sheila is i think it's just a girl and todd was correct yep it is a uh it's a, it's another word for a woman um uh, not something that you take the wool off uh a <laughs> with shame was yeah Shearer rather yeah. than sheila but we'll we'll go to another one this one's a bit trickier uh any ideas on what a bludger is that sounds like something from harry fucking potter <laughs> a bludger yeah bludger yeah, I think I know this one too. Um, and just quietly, no surprise, Shane knows because I would call him one, but we'll continue and see. Bludger is just uh, its a guy who's just a clown. <laughs> just trying news. to describe yourself, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just bad news. You're like, ah, oh, it's that Bludger again. <laughs> Todd, any thoughts? Uh, I'm going to kind of agree with Shane. I'm, I'm going to go with what Shane says on this one. Look, you're kind of in the right direction but not quite right a bludger would be someone who's just generally lazy goes to work and is the guy you know you're working on the uh on the city and you're filling potholes and it's the guy that's watching <laughs> oh, it's the guy that's standing on his shovel he's a bludger ah uh, yes and then the uh the third one this is a trademark name actually so it's an item of clothing so it's a little it's a little uh hint for you a budgie smuggler you know what a budgie smuggler is, is just a oh yeah <laughs> 
You just made What's a budget? No, he's not Shane? making this shit up, Shane. This is this is for real. Little so, Todd, you know, little, little tight bathing suit, the little. Uh, it's for men. It's the uh, yeah. like speedo. a speedo. You like your yeah. speedo? Yeah, your speedo. Oh, okay. Budgie smugglers, we call. Yeah, them. budgie smugglers. I was gonna say like pajama pants. Although <laughs> people do wear them in Australia, not just to swim in. <laughs> All right. Well, well, well you have to, everybody will have to wait for till next time until we find out some more words from Marty and what the hell they're saying in Australia. But uh, back to football. Uh, halftime's over. Uh, we saw Usher, but uh, yeah, uh, words still out on if it was a good show, bad show. I, I don't know. I didn't even watch it. I was uh, I was cooking up on the gridiron. Uh, yeah, <laughs> cooking up some uh, cooking up some of those burgers I had promised everybody. The smash burgers. So uh, Casey receives the ball. And Patty fumbles the ball on the first play of the half. Uh, Pachenko recovers it. And then two plays later, uh, Patty throws an interception. Uh, not something you want to see when you're thinking Casey's going to come back in the second half. Uh, San Fran goes four and out and punts. Casey goes four and out and punts. San Fran goes four out and punts. And at this time, I'm thinking the punters are earning their freaking coin for this Super Bowl. Um, Casey marches down the field but ends up having to settle for a field goal. The score is now San Fran 10, KC 6. Did any of you at this point load up your bet for KC to win? Uh, I did not load up. I'd already load up pre-game for KC to win because you don't bet against Patty Mahomes. No, never. You don't bet against Patty Mahomes against a spread either. So, uh, no, I loaded up on KC already, so I didn't throw any more, but I did catch the over-under drop down to... 33 low 30s anyway so i thought i'll jump on that because there's what's the chances it goes off so i jumped on the over under halfway through the third quarter got it low and uh yeah which that obviously banged home easily so good well speaking of uh, a bit of punting back and back the other bet i thought about was we were getting close to a punter mvp outcome if that game <laughs> went the way it did and it was going the same way of just punt back and forth I'm pretty sure the Chiefs punter was averaging 60-something yards a punt at one stage, which is ridiculous. He, I think he was paying decent odds to win MVP by the, <laughs> at yeah, that stage. I, yeah, I, I, I was kind of on the same line, but I was thinking more so of little Bucker MVP. Yeah. Because if they didn't go down and get any more touchdowns, sure. the guy had four field goals, four or five field goals, had the longest one Super Bowl history. I was, thought it was going to be a lock. I was going to give my boy Townsend a little, little throw. You know, I was actually half time. We were trying to just the slam the KC money line 10 3 plus money. It was like plus 200, plus 300. And of course, FanDuel crashes. <laughs> Let's not even bring it up because not only was FanDuel down, Caesars was down, and multiple other betting companies, but FanDuel was a disaster for 90% of the game. Yeah. It was just, awful. It's just, uh, let's just hope we're not sponsored by FanDuel. <laughs> friends of the pods friends of the pods shout out fandom so we're back to the punting game uh san fran four and out casey four and out uh then what happens next is what we all know as the tsn turning point casey punts the ball looks like a decent punt the ball comes off of a san fran player and the the, the san fran special uh, teams receiver does not recover the ball I think I got a little video of this. This is what we call a TSN turning point. Kansas City punts and the ball comes off the back heel of the 49ers defensive back Luda Jr. San Fran's McLeod sees the deflection, but misses picking up the punted ball. Good eye, but bad hands. 
Fumble and recovery by the Chiefs defensive back Kalen Watson. Inside of the red zone, setting up KC for first and goal. KC gets the ball and scores a TD and leads for the first time in the game, 13 to 10, with two minutes left in the third. The fix in, is the game scripted? Like, what the fuck, Marty? Go on. I don't know. I think uh, these things just happen. It was uh, it was bad luck, but, you know, they, they the, the special teams play for this sort of thing. They're hoping that this sort of thing can happen. Uh, it's a good recovery from KC. Although, you know, we all wanted someone different to win unless you were living in Kansas. Everyone wanted <laughs> San Fran to probably win. Um, you know, you bet on KC because then you cover both sides. You either win some money or you get the right outcome. Uh, but it happens. It happens. Um, good recovery. And then, yeah, I guess the touchdown comes next. Speaking of that touchdown, I did throw another sneaky bet on. So obviously I had a few bets on that night. <laughs> a few bets. It got like halfway through the second quarter and I thought, all right, I need, I need to throw a next touchdown bet on. And I thought, who's going to get it? And for some reason, all year, I've been on MVS. He's my boy. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love him. I know. He yeah, might have dropped do. the 80-yard Hail Mary game-winning touchdown one week. But yeah. we'll, we'll skip past that. And for some reason, Patty always goes to him in those big situations. And once again, I went to him. I hit the next touchdown. He was paying a bag. And it was just a great outcome for me. Oh, so. that's that's That was sweet then. That's for sure. Yeah, I thought it was just terrible play on San Fran's part. Um I don't know why these teams always clutter around the guy trying to catch the ball coming in. Like, just get out of the way. Like, if he's taking the fair catch anyways, what are we blocking for? The one guy gets hit off his ankle, ball goes rolling. The uh, receiver's got to go pick the ball up. It's rolling around there. Kind of can't really pick that up. And then Casey ends up getting that. So, you know. I don't, is, are they not there trying to block the – offensive like the punting sides guy from getting um, in the catcher's face though i'm pretty sure he already called a fair catch but the, then, that guy doesn't know that that's running back he's trying to follow his guy i guess you could say that but like this, this just happens too much where like these guys just get in the way it gets muffed off of them or they get blocked in the back get hit and run into the receiver there and then plays just a disaster so i say it's a so, it's a lucky play, but from KC special teams, probably not a bad play. I don't know. And I guess I guess you could say the fix was in, but uh, <laughs> each of their own. I don't know. We also didn't really see any holding calls the whole game, so that's another topic we'll talk about. But... Let them go. Let them play, I say. Let the boys be boys. Well, if you didn't think it was fixed, uh, wait until the next play. It's going to make a great movie. San Fran gets the ball and a TD. But Moody misses the point after, uh, or I should say he didn't really miss it. It, it was blocked. Uh, San Fran scores, and it's uh, 16 uh, for, for San Fran, KC 13. Of course, KC gets the, the field goal to make it 16-16. Um, San Fran uh, gets a field goal again, goes ahead 19-16. So, uh, you know, it was well scripted to have the lead for Patty Mahomes to do what he does best. Uh, with a little bit of time that he does, that he has, and he marches down the field. And at this point in time, I thought he was going to win it. I thought he had enough time to uh, put this ball in the end zone, but I think the scripts said something diff different, and they settled for a field goal, taking it, it into overtime 1919. You know, there's always one rule in football that you just don't leave Mahomes anytime in big games. He's done it time and time again. He always gets a job done. This time he gets the field goal to tie it up. Uh, I, you always knew he was going to score. 
So field goal is best case for San Fran at that time. Uh, you know, the miss, miss extra point, once again, this comes down to this is where, you know, maybe Gronk's miss isn't that bad. Although this one was blocked, it still shows that it's doable. Big game, a lot of pressure. It was a game-winning kick. Couldn't hit it under the pressure. It happens. Um, I know from experience. Saints fan over here. We had the best <laughs> kick. We had the, sorry, the worst kicker in the league. Oh, I like the um, guy. Um, so it happens. But, you know. Yeah, I, he's a good kid. It was good up to that. We got a bit of, like, excitement at the end of the game there, which is nice. Because really, when you look at this matchup, we've got San Fran that's a great offense against Kansas that have a great defense. And then Kansas, you know, offense is average. San Fran defense is good, but not great. So that's why it was such a close game the whole yeah. way through. Yeah. Um, but you know, you can't you can't leave Patty time at the end and they did. No, not at all. Not at all. You can't leave you can't give them the time at all. I don't know if I agree with that, Marty. Um Casey, it doesn't matter who they have at receivers, they're always gonna have a good offense with Mahomes. So like it doesn't really matter who you have out there. I think I could run a couple routes. <laughs> Pat was sling me the ball on a go route. We're making something happen. So that's crazy. <laughs> That's great. Let's that. look back at how Kansas have won every other Super Bowl. Tyreek Hill running out there and all these other good receivers. And then this year they've got who? MVS out there dropping balls. They had the most drops all year. I think it's not a great offense if they're dropping footballs left and right. Yeah, but like... Pacheco had less than 30 yards at half. Yeah, Pacheco's just... He's just a dumpster, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the guy... That's crazy. The guy runs like... He's half autistic out there. Like he's just—he's a bull. He's good. He's pumping at two hundred percent, just going. I'd be in fantasy all year. So, you know, I don't know. He is a good back, but like, I wasn't expecting much from him this game. I took the unders. Um, you know, I didn't want to touch any KC receiver because it's just, just nothing to play with. Uh, even Travis Kelsey had nothing the whole game. I hit him for the over seventy-two yards and seventy-two and a half, and I got got the over in a hit. Oh, yeah, it doesn't so really matter. Basic, eh? It doesn't matter who Casey has, as long as they got Mahomes, Kelsey. It's always going to be. I don't know what did what is Casey's record at the end of the regular season. I think they finished uh, eleven and six, ten and ten, ten, ten and six, ten and six. Yeah, they were they were shit. Oh, they were, yeah, they were, they were so leading into there, which, can't... which makes this all so much better. Like you know, you you got They're the underdogs the whole way. You get hot, they beat some good teams to get here, and. Yeah, I can't say their offense is one of the best ones in the league. Yeah, There's not they, a chance, but they got they, an unreal defense. They definitely had to go through one of the tougher playoff routes. I mean, you got to take down Miami. We don't think very highly of Miami, though, but uh, still a good team. Tua's got to be better, but what can you do? He's got no brain. Um, <laughs> Jeez, that's hard. That's hard. Uh, he they then got to go into Buffalo. They do their thing every year. Absolute so, bang off. Although some people will say it's a hard matchup, Mahomes knows he's going in and just wiping the floor, even if it's in Buffalo this time. So yeah, you know what? He's got a good record against Buffalo. You could say uh, the guy likes playing against him. Yeah, like unless unless the guy's playing Joey Burr in the playoffs, like I think he's gonna have a clean route to the AFC Championship every year, maybe the Super Bowl. So. As long as he's got Kelsey and him. So you're saying sense. Rashi Rice doesn't play next year. They still make the championship. Is that what you're calling? Because <clears throat> he's their best receiver. I would Well, he, yeah, Rice, he is. Rice had a good year. He played like a pretty pivotal part in the offense, I guess. But um, He started slow as a rookie would, but he finished very good. In, in every playoff game where it mattered, who, who were the two guys making it happen? Well, it's always Kelsey. 
And he was quiet all year. Well, everyone says he was quiet all year. He still had 980 yards or yeah, something. Yeah, he did good. But, I, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, I would I would say from a fantasy standpoint, he Oh, yeah. Shipped. He's not a first-round uh, pick anymore. No, that's no, for sure. not at all. Not at all. So then we get the um, overtime uh, coin flip. Uh, we'll call this the controversial call. Uh, San Fran wins the coin toss and elects to receive the ball. I think even the refs were in a little bit of shock. I know everybody was at the game that we were watching. Now, was that some sort of strategy, an excuse when they said they didn't know the overtime rules? Were they just unprepared? Uh, is it just fucking stupidity? I mean, even my lovely wife, Susan, knows the overtime rules. And she hates football and only learns from osmosis. Osmosis. Anyone else thinking Osmos Schwarma? Anyway, you know, I, everyone's saying it's, I don't know, if San Fran, I, they, they knew the rules. They knew the rules. Let's just stop it. They, they knew the rules. Was it a bad call? It's the first year we've ever had these rules. Yeah, they have it in college, but this is the first year we've ever had these rules. So I don't think necessarily it's a bad call from them to take the, receive the ball. They put a touchdown on the board and all of a sudden all the pressure's on the Chiefs and they get a stop it, they win. So, you know, if it went the other way, we wouldn't even have this discussion. No, no. Um, you're only having it because they didn't get a touchdown. And even with the old rules, they didn't get a touchdown. The Chiefs still get to go up the other end and score and win the game like they did. So I don't think there's there's too much to talk about here. I think they, uh, I think everyone's reading into it far too much. Yeah, I kind of agree there with you, Marty. Um, I mean, like, you're a professional football team. These guys definitely knew the rules. Like, that's kind of like when LeBron's in the finals and he comes out and says, oh, I had a broken wrist after we lost 4-1 against Golden State. Like, yep. we know your wrist was fine the whole time. You're just saying this so it doesn't look as bad. So... San Fran's coming out after the game saying this, so it's like it's a cop out. It's it's, it's a cop out. Yeah, I mean, just take your loss, move on. They got you again, but um, personally, if it was me, I would have, I would have probably gave the ball to Mahomes first, because like even if we get a touchdown, the guy knows he needs to score to win. They get they get to basically play with four downs every possession. And then he still would have probably went down and scored that touchdown, tied it up, and then San Fran would have got the ball back again. So I guess you're right. That's the upside to getting the ball back, isn't it? Because if they get the touchdown, you get four downs for each time. Where if you're first, you're yeah, probably you not going to go for it on fourth down ever. No, like unless you're unless it's like maybe fourth and one, fourth and two, you're in their end. I still think you're taking the points regardless. Yeah. But like unless you're Dan Campbell, but I don't know. Yeah, it's a good point. Still, though, I'm not going to argue with it. So uh, San Fran starts with the ball and settles for a field goal in overtime, allowing Patty Mahomes like a second chance to do what he does best. Like you were saying, you're giving him four downs to do this. So, of course, he scores, and the rest is his history. Uh, Hardwin scored the winning TD, and uh, from what it looked like, uh, that making it 25-22, it didn't look like he realized that the game was over when he got that touchdown, or I think he said he just blanked out or whatever when he caught it um, and that. But let's uh, rewatch this uh, glorious moment here and uh, hit it up, Davis. Mahomes first and goal. Hardman fakes a motion to go across. He turns back behind coverage. Mahomes rolls to the right and floats one to a wide-open Hardman who strolls into the end zone. Touchdown, 
KC wins OT by three and are the repeat Super Bowl champs. I don't even think Hardman knew he just caught the game winner. I think he was in shock. So Kansas City wins back-to-back -back Super Bowls. Couple of records were set by the kickers. I, Shane, I think, or Marty, you guys alluded to this earlier on. Moody actually broke the record first for the longest field goal in the Super Bowl during that game, yeah. and then Butker came back. Uh, and I, I love I love calling him Butt Kicker. Butt Kicker broke that with a 58 yarder. And then uh, Marty's. I mean, Shane's not a big fan of Pacheco, I guess, but uh, me and Marty are, and he became the first RB in history to start and win two Super Bowls in the first two years. So, uh, yay for him. Yes, yes, yes. Some guys are just blessed. Yeah, some guys are just blessed. Yeah. What did he say? Then you got to feel for yeah. our boy uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire just sitting on the bench. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just watching all that. As long as he gets a ring, yeah. I guess he doesn't get. Yeah. So, overall, San Fran played pretty decent. Purdy had uh, 255 passing yards, a TD. CMC had 80 and 80 and a receiving uh, TD. Uh, the other highlight uh, of the game, which we uh, showed the clip, was uh, of Jennings, who threw one passing TD, and he also received one passing TD, uh, receiving TD. Uh, Mahomes, on the other hand, had 30, 333 pa uh, passing yards, two TDs, but he threw in an interception there. Um, he also rushed for 66 yards. Uh, Kelsey, uh, who Marty's a big fan of, had a good game. He had nine out of his 10 catches for 93 yards. Uh, another favorite of Marty's MVS had the first TD. And then of course we had watched uh Hardman with the winning TD. Uh, he only had three out of three catches, but I mean, you, you make a count when you make a count and that, and sweet yeah, sweet catches. And uh, Pachenko rushed for uh, 66 yards and had uh, 33 receiving. Now I want to play a little game here, Marty and Shane, uh, um, Davis, uh, cue up that. Hey everyone, this is Davis and welcome to the game show, Higher or Lower. I'm going to tell you a stat that San Fran had for the game. And you are going to tell me if you think KC was higher or lower. So let's start this up. San Fran had a total yardage of 386. Marty, what do you think KC had? So we're saying if KC was higher or lower than 386, Oh I'm going to go uh, lower. Casey had less yards. Are we serious? I'm slamming the higher. Pat Mahomes had like 310, 320 passing yards. And, and Pacheco had 15s rushing, so. No, he didn't. But give me the over. Marty, you are wrong. Casey had 463. Should have been no brainer. Three, they picked. It wasn't even close. Yeah. They are the winning right. team. One zero, Shane. Now passing yard, San Fran had two hundred seventy six. Higher or lower? Well, you you want to you want to pick Shane? I picked the last one. Well, I've already I just said this in the previous question, so give me the over again because we know Mahomes did his thing out there. Well, I, well, I've got to go the over then. Yes, you are both correct. Patty Mahomes threw for three hundred thirty three yards. Pissed. Oh, you know what? If McCaffrey's touchdown went to Brock Purdy, oh no, you did. Was it San Fran's passing yards or Brock Purdy's passing yards? What yards? No, it was like sixty-yard yeah. Hail Mary. <laughs> like I've just been banged. So what about rushing yards? San Fran had one hundred and ten. 
Where's this? Rushing? I'm, rushing I'm giving the... San Fran only had 110? Yes, 110 yards, surprisingly, but stats don't lie. Nah, Casey had under. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the over. I think they had 130. I think Mahomes had like 66. I think they had 130. Yards. Pacheco had at least probably 60. I think. Yes, 130 yards, like Shane said. Mahomes had 66 yards himself. Yeah, and people say you can't scramble like Josh Allen. It's crazy. That? That's three. <laughs> I think Shane is cleaning up. Last one. A little tricky. Fantasy points. Fantasy football or just fantasies in Shane's brain? Okay, so... <laughs> San Fran had 245.6 fantasy points. Was KC higher or lower? 245. Who goes first? Uh, Shout it out. Uh, give me... KC had... Well, it's got to be more. They were the over and everything else. So if they're not the over in this, it makes no sense. Yeah. I, it's got to be over. They won the game. That the uh, same amount of points, same amount of touchdowns. They didn't they? Like unless you're gonna hit me with no, they had more field, more goals. fumbles or some bullshit. KC had 226.4 fantasy points. Where's your math? So because <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. What are you doing? PPR, half PPR? Like I, I didn't get any of this shit specified. Just another bang job for the boys. Bang job for the let's you know what well, let's change it to higher from higher and lower to fucking who can get bang job the most out of this. Like it's insane. Yeah, four oh I did. Shane wins. I guess the numbers tell the story unless you're playing fantasy football. Back to UT. But before I go, can someone tell me where was Kittle all game? Um you know what? Like he actually banged me. Like, I thought Kittle was going to kind of be that guy this game. I thought um, KC's got two good corners. They got Sneed. They got Duffy. thought they are going to be kind of locking up um, Debo AU, which they kind of did. Um, so I thought Kittle was going to kind of do his thing. But, um, you know, he still made his uh, still made his effects and, like, blocking and that. So it's not a complete loss. But for fantasy, like... It's just, just not, not the day you want. And for betting, like I had this guy for two plus touchdowns that game, and it oh, was a shit. bang. Shit, that <laughs> guy didn't even bang. get his. That guy no, didn't even get one. No, I mean he barely. He, I mean they barely got the ball. I mean yes, definitely. You know we're, you know we're looking at it. I think sometimes things from a fantasy standpoint and stuff like that, or betting standpoints. But I mean, you know, obviously he played a big role in the game. It's just he wasn't just out there, you know, doing nothing. But I mean, you know, not not very many catches and definitely yeah. no fucking TDs. Which you know, if you're if you're putting your money on somebody from uh, San Fran, I mean, he's he's one of them that there. Don't you know, and party? maybe well, McCaffrey. But you know, I think you guys are giving this guy too many too many flowers. I think he was dog shit. <laughs> I think he, he's meant to be the best tight end in the league. He's meant to be the number one wow. tight end to pick next year in fantasy. He's the best tight end in the league. Who? Kittle is ranked number one right now in preseason rankings, and he was shit. He's meant to put up 800 yards like Kelsey. Okay, you, just finished yeah, you, touch much, you just finished telling us how much you're in love with Kelsey. So yeah, but Kelsey ain't number yeah, one pick really anymore in tight end. This is San Fran doesn't always scheme Kittle up the way KC schemes up Kelsey. But so. he he should have been open a lot more than what he was. He was shit. He had a shit game, and it, I don't know the stats help behind him it, but he might have just not been running as many. Well, he was out there just routes. running around in circles by the sounds of it. You know, he kind of looks like me. Not a bad day. 
touch football. Yeah, like three targets, one catch for zero effective yards. But I don't know. He, uh, yeah, it was it was a tough. Need better out of him. They want to win a Super Bowl. He's got to play better. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Blocking ain't gonna win Super Bowls. Blocking definitely does win Super Bowl. <laughs> Davis, do we Davis, do we have a clip? Was Kittle blocking on the CMP touchdown? I, I liked Kittle all year. I mean, he was he's he's hot and cold. Like, you know, some games he'll put up a lot of fantasy points, and then next time he won't put up anything. Uh, and that's what you get when you pick him up and that. So I, I I don't know if I'm I'm drafting him next year or not. That's that's something to be seen. Well, that's it for this portion of the show. Thanks for uh joining me, uh Shane and Marty. Yep, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks again for having us. You know, we did had ourselves a good pod. So uh, everyone, clap it up for the pod. Good pod, good pod. Better than last week, I'd say. Oh. Yeah, uh, better than last week. Uh, C-Reg's going to not like that comment. C-Reg had some... Technical issues, we'll say, that shitty camera. He, he came through again with some dog shit picks like, he, <laughs> like he's been doing all year. So I, I never really tailed too much. Do but, not jump um, on his only subs. I'm uh, looking forward to the next one. Uh, join me for our next segment on the gridiron, uh, where I will be making uh, Kansas City barbecue uh, chicken flatbread to celebrate the KC win. And uh, but first, uh, join us for a little infomercial by my co-host Davis. Uh, let's go, Davis, and uh, spin that reel and show us what you have cooked up. Hey guys, this is Davis, and I hope you're enjoying the podcast. T and the boys really know how to talk it up. I have been busy churning out these segments behind the scenes to make this show and these clowns look glorious, but don't tell them that it's easy work since we started using StreamYard for our podcasting. It's the easiest way to live stream to YouTube like a pro, and if you're too scared to go live then no problem, it's easy to just record, edit, and publish all within the StreamYard studio. And if you want to publish on other social media platforms, then enjoy the perfect portrait layouts tailored for seamless live streaming on Instagram and flawless recordings for your shorts, TikToks, and Reels. If you would like to try StreamYard for free, then just follow the link below in our podcast description and let Puddles show you the way. Now back to the show. Welcome to our outdoor kitchen. Today we're going to be cooking up something on our griddle. Uh, we are going to be featuring the Kansas City barbecue chicken flatbread in honor of the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. So before we get started, let's make sure you follow our links below, subscribe to our channel, and follow us on our uh, website where you can find other videos at whatscookingonthegridiron.com. So before we get started, let's take a little look at the ingredients. So what we're going to be using for the pizza base or the flatbread uh, base is the uh, Kansas City style barbecue sauce, TJ's, which can be found at Trader Joe's. To cook up the chicken, we're going to be using our bourbon peach kinder spice, um, our flatbread, as you can see in the front, our chicken there, uh, which is usually one chicken breast for uh, a flatbread and that flatbread's cut in half right there. We also have a bowl of uh, shredded cheese. You can use any kind of cheese you would like. I prefer to have a mixed mixed cheddar cheese there um, with the matzah and the cheddar mixed together. Green onions for your topping after you're all done up. Um, of course, our avocado oil for cooking up the chicken and olive oil for uh, grilling the bottoms of the uh, flatbread. So now that we've looked at the ingredients, let's head over to the griddle. 
So pretty simple ingredients, uh, not much to it and that. So first off, we're going to do, before we start putting oil on our griddle and that, we are going to uh, grill up the top side of the flatbreads. Uh, that's where we're going to be putting our base on. So just uh, lightly uh, with a little bit of the olive oil on the top of that. And then we're going to grill that up nicely. We're not going to grill the bottoms presently because once uh, we add the barbecue sauce to the tops and that, we want that to be all nice and crispy. And then when we flip it over after we're done cooking the chicken, place a chicken on it, then it'll, it'll grill the bottoms while we're uh, melting the cheese. So we'll just wait for this to uh, brown up and then we'll start cooking up the chicken. If you have um, the uh, smasher for your uh, your burger, um, this this is great to just you know lay on your flatbread. If you don't, you can press it down or whatever like that. But this is handy to have. You can put it on there. It'll grill up your fat flatbread a little bit quicker. And that should be pretty much good now. We'll just take those off, put them aside, nicely browned, and we'll just put these aside. I usually leave the left side of the griddle um, on off. Uh, that way uh, I can put stuff over on there, won't burn or anything like that. But it, the, with the griddle being fairly warm, it, it even keeps that side a little warmer. So next up, we're going to cook up our chicken. So like I said, uh, we are using uh, one chicken breast per flatbread. So you can grill up as much as you want. We're just making one one today. We get this going and we'll add our avocado oil. And our uh, bourbon peach spices. Now, these are kind of cubed up in that, but what you want to do is after you're done cooking it is just to tear it a little bit, you know, just so that they're like little pieces that you're going to place onto the uh, chicken or on the flatbread, I should say. So while those are uh, cooking up, I'm going to uh, take the flatbread and uh, place a little bit of barbecue sauce on for the base. Now we'll add our cheese to the flatbreads. And then we'll use our cover that I said is was indispensable indispensable last time when we were doing the burgers to melt the cheese when you're outside. And we'll put that on and melt the cheese up before we add our toppings. And let's check on that and see how good it looks and how melted it is. It's coming along nicely there. And see, this is at the time now that the bottom is going to get uh, grilled up. We didn't do it beforehand because you don't want it over grilled. So that should be good now. Yes, nicely melted. And we'll just add the chicken. And so now we'll just take that off the grill now and garnish it with some green onions. 
nicely garnished with some green onions and how does good does that look kansas city barbecue chicken flatbread in honor of the kansas city chiefs winning the super bowl hope you enjoyed today's show tune in for some rest of the episodes and this is t signing off well thanks for joining us on this podcast episode this is davis and i hope everyone enjoyed t's cooking on the actual gridiron in celebration of the Chiefs' Super Bowl win, he made us some delicious barbecue chicken flatbread. Thanks to the Gridiron Boys Shane and Marty for joining us to discuss the Super Bowl and other happenings around the NFL. Watch for upcoming episodes of Against the Spread with C-Rag when we will discuss some futures. Well, that is it for this show. Be sure to subscribe so you will not miss our next podcast when we review the NFL Draft 2024 and see what T has to cook up on the gridiron for the rookies and all you Dynasty players. Please follow us on our social media platforms and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check out our Discord server and join in some group chats. This is your co-host Davis signing off and may all your fantasy football dreams come true.